Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. If you can turn in your Bibles to Deuteronomy 31, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses, uh, we'll look at verses 1 through 12. God is so tremendous. Now, just to give you a little context of this scripture, Moses was about to die, and the people needed to transition to the promised land. And God told Moses, who was God's leader, God's set man, he told him that because of your disobedience, you will see the promised land, but you'll never enter into it. So he took him up to a mountain, and he showed it to him. And that's why Moses was able to say, I saw it, but because of his disobedience, God said, you will never enter into it. You will never enter into what you saw because you disobeyed me. And I want to communicate why this is important to you. And so I'll read uh, a couple of scriptures and Janine, you chime in. It says, and Moses went and spoke these words unto all of Israel. And he said unto them, I'm 120 years old. I can no more go out or come in. Oh, God. So Moses is saying, I can't go out anymore. Neither can I come in. It was almost like an idiom where they would, it was a phrase that they used that when you were about to expire or the end of your days were coming, you said, I can't do what I used to do. I can't go out and I can't come in anymore. Now hear this. And he says... Also, the Lord has said unto me, you shall not go. Verse three, then the Lord thy God, he will go over before you and he will destroy these nations from before you and you shall possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord has said. And the Lord shall do unto them as he did to Sion and Og, the king of the Amorites, and unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, that you may do unto them according to all the commandments which I have commanded you. Verse 6, very important. Be strong. I'm not going to give you strength. I just want you to be strong. And of good courage, fear not, nor be afraid of them. Why? For the Lord thy God, he it is that goes with you. So he's saying, when I send you out, Dennis, you don't need to be afraid because I'm with you. And I'm going to remove the enemies 
that are in front of you. Amen. So he wants us to live with the revelation of this promise. And then he says, I'm not going to fail you, nor will I forsake you. Just want to just add a comment there. Sometimes when the Lord takes you to a place or tells you to go somewhere, you may not know exactly where it is, but you got to move from where you are. You may not understand all of the dimensions, but he's saying you can't stay here because if you stay here, you're going to die. If you stay here, you're going to lose your family. If you stay here, you're going to lose your life. But the reality is, is that he wants you to know that sometimes when he leads you, it looks like you're failing. It looks like the promise is delayed. But delays, delay, delays are not denials. And so he wants us to understand that I am never going to forsake you and I will never fail you. Now watch this. I'm going to skip down to verse 10. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep. Before you skip, verse 7, And Moses called unto Joshua, mm. And said unto him in the sight of all Israel. So, who received the word first in private? Talk back to me, y'all. Yep. <laughs> Moses. It's not a trick question. And then what happened? And then Moses called unto Joshua. Pass the baton. Anybody ever run a, a relay race? One, two, three, reach. You, who knows it? One, two, three, reach. Your hand got to be there and it has to be ready. So when that baton, one, two, three, we used to practice it a thousand times. What? Reach. Because you got to grab it and go. And so what God had said to Moses in private, and then Moses said to Joshua, he passed the word on to him. So God is telling us some things and then he's, he's, passing, he's passing it through you to another person so that they can go and run with what you weren't going to be able to finish. Mm. Mm. So you can't be afraid to pass the baton. Mm. You can't be afraid, the Holy Ghost say, to, to give That's that good. word that you heard in your secret place, even if all of it wasn't what you wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. mm. So who he told you to give it to? That's for yeah. somebody in the room. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And Moses called unto Joshua. He didn't wait until he ran into him. He said, come here, I got to tell you some things. And said unto him, in the sight of all Israel, it was a public announcement from a private time with God. Wow, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he told him again, the same words, just like we studied in Chronicles 7 a couple of weeks ago. The same words that, that were said in private got released in public. What did he say? Be strong mm. and of a good courage. For thou can think about going. Whoo! For thou must go mm. with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers. It was a generational blessing to give them, mm. and thou shalt, you might succeed. <laughs> You shall That's cause good. them That's good. to inherit it. Yeah. 
That's the power you stand in. Mm. That's the power you stand in. Mm. They don't believe me. I can nope. feel it. Mm -mm. Maybe if you preach a little more, they believe me <laughs> later. Go ahead. Watch this. Watch this. So if he's telling you, be strong, you already have strength inside of you. Yeah. If he's saying, be a witness, you already have the capacity to be a witness. So he wants you to know that you are already, you are already packaged for success. It's, 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 he builds it in. That's why he tells you to be it. How can you be it? Because it's already packaged. It's already built in. And so what God does is he puts you in environments to get it out of you. So some things he doesn't release to you because he's saying, no, 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 son. I got to put you in this situation to get out of you what I've already put in you. Because yeah. if I didn't put you in this situation, you wouldn't do it. So he even, so watch this, he'll even raise up an enemy. God, y'all not, not hearing me. He'll raise up an enemy to get you to do what you need to do. Watch this. So, verse 11. When all Israel has come before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose. Very interesting. Thou shalt read this law before Israel in all their hearing. So, I want you to understand this. And this, is, this has to be something in your prayer time. God, let me choose what you have chosen. Let me choose what you have already chosen for me. Now, here's the, here's the reality. The reason as to why God chooses, he's saying, hey, I, I put before you life and death. I've chosen life for you, but you have to choose yourself. And so he already knows what's best for you. He knows that we have the tendency to sell ourselves short, to ask for less than what we could have had. Sometimes that comes from our environment, sometimes that can come from our family, sometimes that can come from our neighborhood where we sell ourselves short. And he's saying ask for something bigger than that. Ask for something better than that. Ask for all of it because I'm the God of the impossible and I can make it possible. And so, He's saying, I'm going to bring you into the place that I've chosen for you. Now watch this. Verse 12. Gather the people. God. Gather the people together. Men. Women. Children. And the foreigner. That means people who are within your borders that don't even know me. I want you to gather men, women, children. The Bible calls it the stranger or the foreigner. I want you to gather all of those people. Why? That they might hear and that they might learn. So we got one here. People need to hear something. Number two, they need to learn something mm -hmm. and fear the Lord your God. And once you've heard it, 
learned it, feared. That word observe means to do. Yeah. I'm going to push you to take action. Now watch this. And that their children, now this is him saying that this is not me, and that their children, which have not known anything, Uh-oh. He's saying in their children, Pastor Bracco, which have not known anything, never heard the story of Jesus, never heard how to be saved, never heard how to live the kingdom dynamics, never heard 2% of what you hear every Sunday. So he's saying prophetically, as you get prepared to go out, Janine, I want you to gather everybody in the community that they might hear, that they might learn, that they might fear, and that they might take action. That's what it means to observe. And somebody will say, well, I'm going to bring my offspring. I'm going to bring people that are connected to me. Why? Because I never heard it. That's why the gathering is so important. So, are you ready to get together? <laughs> I'm going to say it to you again. Are you ready to get together, Philly? Oh, no, 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 no. Are you ready to get together, Philadelphia? No, 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 no. Don't miss your moment. Are you ready to get together, Philadelphia, watch this, because God, and I'm telling you, six months from now, we won't be the same church. Six months from now, something different, it's already, it's already bubbling up, it's already emerging, people are already getting excited, they're already getting inspired, they're already getting positioned. Somebody called us yesterday, they were on the meeting, they said, I'm going to Abbotsford Projects next week. And telling everybody. Where else are we going? <laughs> They're going to schools. Where else are we going, Jay? You know the shop right in East Falls? You know how many people flow through there? Yep. We're going. Prayer station set up. Are you going to be one of the people there praying for other people? Where else are we going? Farmer's Market. Lincoln Drive. Are you going to be one of the people at the prayer stations going to pray for people at the farmer's market in East Falls? Where else are we going? Senior centers in East Falls. Telling you. Why are we doing this? The Holy Spirit yep. said this as you yep. was teaching. You can't think or believe that you don't know enough to go yet. Mm. Mm. It seems impossible that anyone in this house would think that considering Bishop Granham, the teaching that we've received from him over the years, right? We, because we all say it, he's a master teacher. He's a master teacher. We've known this. We've yeah. sat under it, yeah. right? For years and yep. years and years. Yeah. The anointing that flows through Pastor Bob, right? The, we, this, is a, this is a teaching, learning church. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's on our DNA. It really is in, yeah, our DNA. in our DNA. And the Holy Spirit says, you can't be afraid. People have told us, we're, but we're, we're afraid. You're not, you're not really as afraid as you are unsure of whether it's for you to do. 
Because unfortunately, we've been, and I don't mean New Covenant, but I mean the church, the church in general yeah. in America has been uh, taught in a way that the person with the mics is the, are, are the ones who are the doers. Yeah. But as I often say, that's not biblical. I know what may be the norm, yeah. Yeah. but it's not, if it's not biblical, let's cast it away yeah. into the pit where it belongs. Because the scripture that we read says, mm. it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, Acts 1 mm -hmm. verse 7, Verse 8, but you shall receive power mm. after that the Holy Ghost mm. is come upon you. Mm. Who's going to receive the power? You are. Say, I am. I am. I think Sister Lola knew. She was clapping, but that was about yeah. it. Yeah. The Sister Lola, the only one who yeah. received that is her with the power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, it's literally you, yeah. Elder Hiromi, that has the power. Uh, it's you, Brandy and yeah. Brandon, that have yeah. the power. Yeah. It's yeah. you, it's you, mm. it's you, Marvina, that has the power. Mm. Daphne said, it's me, I saw yeah. you. Yep. It's yeah. you. It's you, Phil. It's you, Brother Nick. It's you. You got to believe that you have the power. Here's the thing. How many of you think you could teach a kindergarten class for at least one day? Look at all the hands yep. going up. Why do you think that? Have you been trained to be a teacher of kindergarten? Some people say yes. But did, you ra did anybody raise their hand and you don't have a teaching degree? Mm -hmm. A lot of people. Why do you believe you could teach kindergarten for one day, Brother Gerald, even though you don't have a teaching degree? Because you're like, I know at least I've been living long enough to teach a kindergarten or something. <laughs> so it is with this gospel. Be confident in what God has put in you. Yeah. Yeah. Be strong yes. and courageous. Yeah. You got to know that you will receive the power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be what? Verse 8 of, of chapter 2 of Acts. You will be witnesses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and here's the, here's the interesting thing, Janine. When you go, he's already there. He might not be there until you go for Ooh, you to do this. Jesus. Yes. He yes. said, go, yeah. and then yep. I will come and, and do for you what yep. you will see. You'll see the signs and wonders, but first you have to go. Yeah. Remember, the obedience is in the going. Yeah. The blessing is in the going. Mm. Mm. So don't be afraid. God is with you. The gifts that he put inside of you, they begin to awaken yeah, when you're obedient yeah, to this commissional call. Absolutely. You'll hear things you couldn't hear before. You'll see things you couldn't see before. You'll pray in ways you've never been able to pray you'll, before you'll, when that person comes up to you and you're looking right at them and you need to depend on Jesus to give you a word for them and you'll experience God like you never did before. He will not leave you or forsake you when you're out there. So don't be afraid to go out. And you'll, and you'll, pick, up, you'll pick up a burden you'll pick up the weight of somebody else's pain. Somebody that'll tell you, had it not been for you today, I was gonna off myself. Had it not been for you, I was gonna walk out on my marriage. I was gonna walk out on my kids, just leave the children and disappear. But when you showed up, I knew there was a God. But he puts that in you. 
And that's why the release has to be there. I'll just give you this, I'll give you this one example. We had just gotten married. We were in the Bahamas and we, no, we were at the airport. And at that time, the Philadelphia International had the smoke room. They, were, they allowed you to smoke in the airports, but they had a room where you could smoke. And we looked at this guy. The room, you have to explain. Yes. The room, if any of you remember, the doors opened closed, like when you walk into a supermarket, but the room was filled with smoke. You could only see shadows of people moving inside of the room because of all the smoke. So this tattooed man came out. So this tattooed guy came out. He had his hair slicked back. He had like black jeans on, boots. And we were laughing. We were like, look at this guy. Like he fully had smoke coming off of him. This is 2001. And God, God has a sense of humor. So we see this guy getting on our plane. We're like, wait a minute. I know this guy isn't about to sit where we think he's going to sit. So he comes in into our row. Sits in the middle of us. I said, and oh well. We said, oh well. I guess we got a witness to I him. I guess we got a witness to him. And for that whole plane ride, that's why we know. See, that's why God uses foolish things to confound you. He said, oh, you think you know this? Okay, I got something for you. He sat right in the middle and Janine and I said, well, you know what we got to do. That's what we get. So we share in our faith. We're witnessing to him. Now, remember, when you witness, you don't have to close the deal. You share. Some plant. You validate the claim. Some water. Some plant, some what? Some water. But God what? He adds the increase. He brings the increase. That's how you know it's not you, but he needs you because he's given you authority in the earth. And that's how powerful this is. And so the enemy would always try, he always tries to subvert or push you away from who you really are. That's part of his uh, sabotaging efforts so that you are alive and you never know who you are. And so when you don't know who you are, you can't act from that place of your identity. Am I making sense? You can't act from that place of identity. So let me, sh I want to share something quickly with you. Go to Exodus chapter 19. This is very important. Exodus chapter 19. And this is, we want to establish your Identity. What's this? Very important. Exodus chapter 19. Verse 1. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day that they came into the wilderness of Sinai, for they were departed from Rephidim, and were come to the desert of Sinai and had pitched in the wilderness there Israel camped before the mount. And Moses went up unto God, and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, This shalt thou say to the house of Jacob 
and tell the children of Israel, you did see when I, what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. So watch this. This is the first thing I want to tell you. In your relationship with God, he constantly has to remind you of what he did for you. You asked him to save your household, he did that. You asked him for a promotion, he did that. You asked him for your right mind, he did that. You asked him for more money, he did that. You asked him to get accepted to college, he did that. You asked him to give you peace, he did that. You asked him to straighten this out, he did that. You asked him to rescue you from this relationship, he did that. So he constantly reminds you, Egypt is kind of like a reminder of your past. He sent plagues to the enemy. He did so much to set you free. He did a lot to set us free. From sin. From sin. Egypt is a, the, the Old Testament works in types and shadows, old and new. And so Egypt is a type of sin. And he, and he says, Janine, he says, what I've done for you is synonymous with you being placed on the wings of eagles. Now, why, why does he say the eagles? The eagle, watch this. This is why you have to understand the kingdom of God. The eagle is the king of the birds. God. So he's saying that as, you, you got it, Mother Joan. He's saying that as a revelation of the dynamics, Pastor Bracco, of the kingdom of God, when I brought you out, I put you onto eagle's wings. When I rescued you from that hospital, I put you on eagle's wings. Yeah, In other words, yeah, yeah. my transport from taking you out of darkness into light, who transported? It was eagle's Woo! wings. I'm moving you at ah, I'm moving you with the speed of an eagle to get you into where I need to get you to. Because the eagle is the king of the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't send no sparrow. I didn't send no cardinal. I didn't send a parrot. I sent the eagle to rescue you. Why? Because of, watch this. Because of who you are to me, I have to send certain things. Be, well, listen, I'm going to say it to you again. Michael, get this. Because of who you are, I couldn't send a sparrow. I had to sing, I had to sin kingship. So what does that say to you, mother? What does that say to you? You must be royal because I sent royalty to bring you out of this stuff. Hey, now watch this. Not I only royalty, but weight. Yes, yes. You're too heavy God, to hey, be carried by any type of burden yeah, to this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. weight of God is upon yeah, you. The yeah, kabod, yeah, 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 yeah. The, glory the glory of God the glory. is heavy. Hallelujah. Ah, it's weighty. A yeah. sparrow can't carry that. A parrot can't carry <laughs> that, huh? Yeah. A, a, a penguin can't carry that. A yeah. penguin penguins fly somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Jesus. Watch you're this. weighty. You're weighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got two, you got, that's why we got to speak to your identity. Yeah. Because when you show up, you bring your weight. God, you throw your weight around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you're, no, 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 no. In this context, weight is not a bad thing. You're throwing, <laughs> Throw you're your throwing weight your weightiness good, around. Like What's that? Your glory. 
Your glory. Your glory. Why? Because when they see you, they see him. That's it. That's why he, watch this. That's why he needs you to be, you need to have a level of comfort. Comfort. Comfortability with who he says you are. Yeah. Watch this. I want to, I want to give you this, give you this scripture. Yeah. He says, first, yeah. he says, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings. Watch this. And brought you unto myself. Now, if you will obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure. Now, let me just say this one thing. You must allow his voice. Somebody say his voice. His voice. Come on, say his voice. His voice. You must allow his voice to discipline your life. I want to say that to you again. His voice. His voice to discipline your life. The Holy Spirit told me, he said, son, there's going to come a time when your children are no longer around you. That means they're no longer in your household. God bless. And so he said, but they will remember your voice. Your voice. Hear what I'm saying. Your voice. The voice has to have so much authority that it disciplines you. Yes, yes. I, I got I to, when we sing grace to a school, the voice of the Father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice. Why do you think we prayed for the Father? Because the Father's voice. Oh, that's good. Do, do you, watch this, watch this. Do you realize, do you realize that some people, watch me here, have never heard their father's voice? Jesus. My father didn't have to give me money. He gave me his voice. My father said this to me. He said, son, there's nothing you will go through that the family has not seen. And I went through something. And he said, there's nothing you will go through that the family has not seen. The voice. Now, if my natural father's voice is that powerful, I tell Grace, when a young man say this to you, do this. When a young man try this, do this. If he don't do what I do, he ain't good for you. Watch this, watch this. Cause she heard the father's voice. That's why your grandchildren, I'm talking to men, they need to hear your voice not the angry voice but the voice that says do this do this be this read this come with me I'm going to show you how it's done watch me that's the voice and that's how you walk in confidence when you take a woman, do this. Be strong. This is how you set your family in order. That's the strength of the voice. And so the voice brings discipline to your life. Now watch what he says to you, Janine. 
He says, now if you will obey my voice, then you shall be a special treasure unto me above yeah, all people. Yeah, 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 God, y'all yeah. ain't even hearing Woo. this. So he does favor people. Yes. God, he says, you above everybody. Now watch yeah, this, yeah. watch this, watch this. For all the earth is mine, mm -hmm. verse six, and you shall be Come on. unto your pastor? No, no, no. no, no. Unto your job? Mm -mm. You got to know who you are to God. Woo. God. See, if you make it, if, if you make it about somebody else, you're going to miss God. Well, I'm just doing, no, 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 no. I ain't, you know, I'm just doing. And you shall be unto me. There's that word again. A kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Janine, you are a royal priesthood. priesthood a holy, holy nation. nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's saying you are a representative of the kingdom. You are kings and priests unto God. Go ahead, Nene. And once again here in chapter 19 of Exodus, this is the word of Lord of the Lord to Moses. And when you read down to the next verse, he's coming to give the word to the people after yes. he got it from God. So just because the people didn't hear it directly from God didn't mean that they weren't above. Didn't mean that they weren't a royal priesthood. Didn't mean that they weren't a holy nation. Didn't mean that they weren't going to be on eagles' wings. What we're trying to communicate to you is that you have to receive all of this power and word for yourself. It's coming to you through us, but it's not diluted. It's for you. It's for you. Yes. You got to see yourself rising up on the eagle's wings. You got to see yourself as a king. You got to see yourself as the one who's a holy nation. Go ahead, Ning. The, the men and women of God who have, who have kept their foot on the people of God yes. have mercy on mm. their mm. souls. Mm. Because I'm here to tell you that it's you who really matters. It's you who's really full of power. It's you, as God had told us, that need to move from the seats to the streets. Because when you move from the seats to the streets, you're going in all the power of who God said you are. Contrary to popular opinion, you don't need a seminary degree to do that. <laughs> anything against seminary we happen to leave because it was grieving our spirit if God say go back we'll go but you don't need that you need to get into your secret place yeah yeah bathroom closet whatever it is your car your basement get into your secret place and ask the father to reveal you to yourself the way he sees you ask the father to break your heart for the things that break his heart ask God to help you believe that he really did give you power to tread upon serpents that he really did give you power to heal the sick that he really did give you power to raise the dead the word is the same God is the same when today say it with me yesterday and when forevermore so when you go to your job when you go to the school when you're standing next to somebody making your coffee at the Wawa when you go into the the home the, the Abbotsford homes when you go to the farmer 
supermarket. It doesn't matter how old the person is. It doesn't matter how young they are. It doesn't matter how wealthy they are. It doesn't matter how poor they are. It doesn't matter how educated they are. It doesn't matter how educated you are or are not. When Jesus show up on the scene, you are on the wings of eagles and there is nothing you can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta believe it. You gotta covenant. believe in yourself. And so when you step out, that's how you do you. Do what? I'm a kingdom priest. Yes. That's why he says, My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He wasn't talking about the world. He said, My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And he said, Because you have rejected knowledge, he said, You can't represent me. He told you in Hosea 4, 6, he says, you will, know, you will not be a priest. Hmm. You won't be a representative. Why? Because you rejected knowledge. The knowledge of what? The knowledge of who you are. You can't be who I said you are because you rejected knowledge. I said in verse 6 Jesus. of Exodus 19 that you were a kingdom of priests. I said you were a holy nation. But you can't step into your who-ness in God if you reject knowledge. Yes. That's why you got to know it. Yes. The yes. truth you what? It, the truth you know. The truth you know It'll will make you, you free. free. It'll set you free. Now watch this. When he says you're a nation, yeah. what he's saying is we got all things in common as a nation. Healing is common in our nation. That's good. Prosperity, Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in good health. Prosperity is a part of your nation. Living a life of purpose is a part of your nation. Living in dominion is a part of the nation. Understanding and moving out in your gifting is a part of your nation. That's why he says, you're a holy nation. You're a special people. That means when they look at you, they should say, there's something about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch this. The world will say this. I don't know what it is, but there's <laughs> something about yeah, yeah. you. There's something about that marriage. I don't know what it is, but it's different. Yeah. Now watch this. Do you not know that when you step into his grace, Somebody else can have what looks like more than you, more money, more connections, more stuff, but still be unhappy because you got the juice. <laughs> That's for my 90s people. For the 90s people. That's for my 90s people. Y'all never saw juice. Watch this. So, <laughs> That's, the, That's the old Shelton Hair Mall movie theater, right? Watch this. I'm going to say it again. Mike Cunningham. You got the juice. I says, Luke 12, that's why he says this. Fear not. And he goes right back to the Father. Yeah. It is your Father's good pleasure. Watch this. So he's talking about the Father's heart. Fear not. It is your Father's heart to give you what did he say? The kingdom. Zacchaeus, Luke 19. Come down out of this tree. 
Today, salvation has come to your household. Now watch this. When Zacchaeus encountered the kingdom, he, was saying, he, said, he said, Lord, I know I've cheated people. And he said, reparations. And he said, Lord, I'm ready to repay fourfold of what I've done if I've done it. He already knew he was a cheat. But when he encountered the kingdom of God, he was ready to change the money over. God, some of y'all ain't get the revelation. When some people encounter the kingdom of God, they'll say, I know I cheated you. I know I robbed you. Yeah. I know I stole. Then he said today, Zacchaeus, he was a tax collector. He was a thief. A thief. And God said today, salvation has come to your household. And when he encountered the kingdom, he was ready to, to give up the money. And here's a revelation. Yahweh had come to his household. Jesus was there. That's yes. why he was saved. Yes. Today, salvation has come to come your household. It wasn't something out there. It was him. It was him. Because Jesus is salvation. Yes. Yahweh is salvation. Yes. When Jesus is, is in the house, you are saved. You are safe. Yes. That's why, that's why you don't have to worry about how. How's it going to happen? How am I going to come into authority? As you do what he says, Obey. you're going to encounter somebody. Obey. God. Obey. That will release. Now watch this. We're a nation. So that means that when some people in your nation start, we didn't talk about the American nation, the kingdom yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When some people in the nation start to receive the favor of God mm -hmm. and then start to teach it, and then start to share it, you will know Thank you, Lord. that you are the one. I'm telling you, New Covenant, this is your set time. This is the time. This is the time. Don't hold back right now. So whatever you're thinking, like, oh, I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. He will release the grace for you to handle the other stuff. We got a whole lot of personal stuff, right? A whole lot of stuff. Them three kids are constantly sending us cash at requests. I'm glad I'm not God. I can't even handle three requests. Dad, I need 20. Dad, I loan me 100. Dad, I need... Watch this. But watch this. We serve a God that can handle all of our requests at, at once. once. At once. At once. Let's show them the nation. Let's show them the new covenant nation. Who wants to see the new covenant nation? Say, I do. Oh, they sound like they meant it on the first time. Who wants to see the covenant Woo! nation? If you signed up to be an intercessor on the intercessory team, can you come up? We want, we want people to see the new covenant nation that's coming forward. You signed up to be an intercessor and you've been praying this week for the gathering. Come on up. Don't be shy. Come quickly. Come quickly. If you signed up to be one of the people who's going out to canvas, clap for them as they come, to canvas the neighborhood. Come on up. Come on up. If you signed up to be one of the people that's going to be on the prayer stations, come on. Come quickly. Let people see the new covenant nation. These people have been working tirelessly all week. They've been praying. They've been receiving emails. They've been on meetings. Turn around so the people of God can see you. Clap for them. Clap for them. 
And if you didn't sign up yet, my, guess my, what? My. Come on, it's Reverend Macaulay. Come on. Late. It's not too late. And we know many of you are online, Sister Diane Davis, and so many other people, but we just want you to see many of them are online today, but there are over now 60 people who have been working. These are the, these hands are working. These hands are working. These people are praying, and we thank you. We thank you, the New Covenant Nation. East Falls is in trouble. Woo! Is in trouble. You ready to go? Sister Lola on every team. She show up on every, every time the Zoom opens, she there. I said, well, this is not even the same team. I'm here. She said, I might not be able to walk as good, but I sure can talk. And there are, and Janine, there are people that are not up here that are on, um, that are on the live stream that are calling people as we get the prayer cards. Yes. Uh, as we work those prayer stations, they said, I can't get into the streets, but I can work the phones. That's right. I can't walk, but I can talk. So that what we're saying is that no one will be left Nobody behind. Nobody left behind. No one will be left behind. Nobody's too young. Nobody's, nobody's too, too old. old. Nobody's too sick. Nobody. I'm telling you, if you have a heart to do something, then we got a space for you. Give them a round of applause. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. March 18th and 19th, yes. you'll see it on, the, um, on, the, on here. You can gather. Uh, gathering is on the 26th. That's Sunday. But we're training again on the 18th. If you didn't get trained for prayer stations or if you want to go out on the 18th and on the 25th. Okay, so the next two Saturdays, just go to the website. Keith, I have the announcements going. Just go to the website, click the, the Get Together Philly, and you'll be able to register for the gathering. You'll be able to register for training for prayer stations. We train, we're going to train quickly, and then we're going to go out. We're going to train quickly, and then we're going to go out. So it doesn't, it's not a thing where it's taking your whole day, right? But you're going to be so excited and ready for this. Amen, amen. And on the 26th, Invite people from your list. Please. You're going to see the Eventbrite uh, list. That means invite your neighbors, invite your friends, invite your enemies, invite people that are not saved because why? They need to hear, they need to learn, they need to fear so that they might be able to do. I'm telling you, the atmosphere is going to be charged because of your hope, because of your expectation. And the more you expect from God, the more you get. <laughs> he said, well, how'd you get it? You expected it. And when you meet God, he says, uh-oh, I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ever ask or think. That's the beauty of it. So we want to pray for people who may not be in our family yet because we're a family, are we not? Amen. We're a family connected and together by the blood of Jesus Christ, right? And so we want to pray for people who may want to give their life to Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh, you want me to pray? Amen. <laughs> so I missed that cue, y'all. Amen. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence that yes, is in Lord. this place. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> There's no better place than your presence, mm. God. There is peace there. There is joy there. There is the fullness of joy there, God. Hallelujah. And pleasures forevermore. 
We honor you in this place, Holy Spirit. We honor you in this place, Holy Spirit. And we come with hearts of gratitude. Father, we know that there are some people who have heard the word today and they have never accepted you as their Lord and as their Savior. They've never been told that you can bring them out of the darkness into the marvelous light. They've never been invited into this family of God that we, New Covenant Church of Philadelphia, are. And so, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you draw them by your spirits. If that's you, you can raise your hand and we will make sure that we pray for you and with you. And if that's you online, say this prayer. Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. Blot out all of my unrighteousness. I believe that you are Jesus Christ and that you died for me and that you rose from the dead come into my life teach me how to serve you and live for you all my days and if you prayed that prayer you are now in the family of the beloved Jesus Christ we welcome you we congratulate you we celebrate you and we pray that if you do not make New Covenant Church of Philadelphia your home that you quickly go and find a place where you can receive and learn and live in the word of God Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.